0: The Ask Theory podcast shines the spotlight on Pinoy scientists from various scientific disciplines. Listen to some of the country's best scientific minds as they explain what they do in simple terms and share fascinating stories of how they got into science, the incredible things they've learned about the world around us, and so much more. Dr. Francis Uy has been the Dean of the School of Civil, Environmental, and Geological Engineering at Mapua University, Manila, for 15 years. He is the founder of Usher Technologies Incorporated, which stands for Universal Structural Health Evaluation and Recording System, and devised an earthquake preventive measure that can assess the health and safety of buildings. Now, this is something that we, kaya mga nakatira sa Pilipinas, we know this is very important, so... Let's get to it. Welcome, Dr. Francis, to the ask podcast Good morning po.
1: Hi. Good morning. Good day to everyone. Thank good. you for having
0: me here. Yes, maraming salamat po for making time to be here. I'm excited to ask because I have so many questions. But let's get started with the question that I always start with sa mga ganitong interviews. Paano po ba kayo na in love sa so science? Kwento niyo po sa <laughs> <laughs> Okay.
1: Well, since I was in... Elementary, and then moving to high school. I think, yeah, science is my, my favorite subject, no? Because <laughs> it's very interesting. You get to learn a lot of things about the world and how it works, things like that. So, very interesting talaga siya. Kaya, kahit nung elementary high school, lahat ng mga science subject ko, paborito ko talaga. And actually, I when I was in high school, I really wanted to become a medical doctor. Because uh, mm-hmm. mga biology mga branch of science, no, na enjoy ko. So, but unfortunately, I was not able to <laughs> pursue that dream. And even though I still became a doctor, but not in medicine, but in civil engineering.
0: But I'm curious, not leap. But how did you get from wanting to be a medical doctor to following that path where you are today?
1: Well it was because of sabihin na natin is circumstance my situation yung circumstances lang i mean family mm
2: mm-hmm.
1: we're in mahal kasi diba mahal man mahal, mahal ma- magin doctor o nga po eh sa, sa atin, you know? and uh, it will take a lot of effort as well as resources no needed to support someone no even in family na gusto natin maging medical doctor yeah so my my father said nako baka hindi kita mapagtapos so, baka you can consider other programs no? like civil engineering. Kasi ngayong family namin in the province, medyo yun ang, ang business no, sa construction. So, yun. So, pinag-isipan ko ulit, then and napa o naman ako. Then, ay yun. The rest is history. I pursued the civil engineering here at Mapua University. hmm but
0: as as someone who who made such a major decision, like you were in love with science, sabi niyo nga po sa science. Pero it was a different kind of science. Was it difficult to sort of get into that mindset na ito na y magiging path ko balang araw?
1: Um yes. No no una, ganon no. Because of course, uh, it's applied no. Uh, yes. Civil engineering or engineering no? It's applied ah. Uh, no? Pero hindi naman ganon kalayo. Even uh, I mean the principles and mm-hmm. that uh, you need to Get, to be able no, to to understand and apply and no na dal nga marami mas maraming math din no in mathematics So, ever since naman uh, if i want to excel in something i i i just give time and get used to it and uh, pa naman no nagbig kung bagay na accomplish ko naman no if i i wanted to so siguro yon i i nangyari lang sa akin siya is that Yung, yung pagbabago direction aking pangarap, I, I just tried to do the best no that i can do with the the situation and where it was leading me no, during that time so I didn't na parang a problem but instead took it more of like a challenge no for me mm, that's a that's a very good way of looking at it i think and
0: I want to say na yung story nyo is, is not so common sa mga nakausap po dito sa podcast. Kasi a lot of them, I ask, ah, paano kayo nag-love sa science? And then they say, ah, yeah, from, from a young age, talagang gusto ko na yung astronomy or gusto ko na talaga yung medicine. Pero meron din ako nakakausap na ilan na parang nung una, iba yung, iba yung path ng science na gusto nila. Pero due to some reasons beyond their control or circumstances, talagang naiiba yung path. So, it's good to hear na you know that love for science gets translated or transformed even in you know in paths or directions na hindi maybe hindi initially na imagine na tatahakin natin. Pero isapang interesting for me is that you went from from wanting to become a doctor to pursuing this career not just yung the practical ways in which, in, in which it's applied but also in the academic. So maybe you can tell us a little bit about your professional path, from your days as a student to how you got to where you are today.
1: Oh yes. Yeah. So, I also never thought na I'll be spending my career in the academy. Yeah. Just realized now, you eh, no? Yeah, because uh, i actually my classmate is the one who's really who, who really wanted to nam to no? to join mapua teach, Then I'm the one who really wanted to go out to the industry and practice the profession. No? Nagswitch kami, nungyari. No? <laughs> Saunay so, nasundasya ako industry, i academy, and yun nga. Siguro nungyari lang talaga dun is that you know, the mindset. Ko kasi talaga yan, I understood that ever since I was a child. No, well, there are also personal matters. No, but I don't want. To <laughs> 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 but but ibig sabihin, may part train I realized at an early age that. I cannot get everything I
2: want.
1: Mm. So I really need to to work hard. I really need to do to do my part and do well with what I but I have. So ganun, laging ganun laging thinking Okay, every time there's may mga nung mga pangyayari no sa buhay ko, I really look at it no as more of a an opportunity a, a challenge rather than a uh, discouragement that not direct upon sa the path. Ko. Sometimes there's, of course, uh, fate and also looking at uh, believing that there's such thing as destiny. Eh. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, awan ng Joss, uh, mukhang tama na. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so, for sa akin din, interesting na yun nga. You went to the academy and then also may business aspect. Yun, yun nga, with with usher technologies and yes. we'll get into that. No, we'll be talking about your journey to making Usher a reality. Pero let's spend a bit of time talking about the basics of, I think this concept that na we've na natin as Filipinos, often it's it's a word that's used to describe us. Yung resilience. We hear it a lot, pero what resilience? And what does it really
1: take for something to be considered resilient? Okay, well, resilience, there could be a number of a lot definition, no? but I'll just say it short, na. it's really our ability to bounce back. No? Bounce back from disaster, from an earthquake or seismic event, uh, a strong earthquake uh, event, uh, earthquake, and also typhoon and, and other natural disasters, even man-made. No? Mm-hmm. Niya, no? That's what resilience is. Kasi, like For example, earthquake, we know that the Philippines is located along the Pacific Ring of Fire. So whether we like it or not, that's our geological location. So we will continue really to experience earthquake of different magnitudes. And also there's such thing as we call as the big one. And what we can only do is we can only prepare. No? And maybe as what we are, you know, advocacy namin is to avail of local technologies to help us prepare. Kasi mangyayari talaga yan. It's sabi nga namin, it's not a matter of if, but but when, no? kung kailan. It's just a matter of when. Like the West Valley Fold, sabi nila, every 400 years, and we're approaching that. So we need to make sure that we, uh, we are well prepared. And there are technologies now that can really help us do that. So, ganun din, yung typhoon belt, we know that maybe about, what, 22 typhoons every year. We we experience that here in the Philippines. So, sabi nga nila, saganadatay sa natural disasters. Yeah. So, yung typhoon kasi may cascading effect yan, no? Pag may typhoon, mayroong landslide, flash flood. So, those are cascading effects. No? Or even the, yung, just recently, yung na-experience natin. No? May iba't-ibang na no? because of this, yung mas intensified no, na typhoon events no? or we, or weather events na tinatawag natin. So, nandyan yan, no, So, ang tanong lang talaga is, uh, how resilient is the country or our communities? So, yun nga, pabalik doon sa sagot na, if we experience this, how prepared, gaano ba ka prepared? Mm-hmm. Um, gaano ba kabilis response natin uh, as needed? And rehabilitation or recovery. No? But So, yung mga bagay na yun, you have the four pillars, no? disaster risk reduction. So, that the number one is uh, prevention and mitigation. Second is preparedness. Third is response. And fourth is recovery or rehabilitation. So yung apat na pillar nun, depende dun sa ating mga efforts, mga initiative that will determine our overall resilience no, when it comes to natural disaster. Mhm. Ako, nakiusap lang po ako. Nararanasan niyo
0: na po ba yung talagang matinding nandoon kayo sa lugar tapos matindi yung bagyo or or earthquake? Kasi I mean sa panahon ng social media ngayon, alam natin kapag may konting alog lang ng earth Tapos yung mga tao na hilo, bigla dami mong post na ng, ah, lumindol ba? Lumindol ba? Ganyan. Pero naranasan nyo na po ba na na-affect na, na kayo personally ng malakas na bagyo or earthquake? And how would, if if yes, how would you describe yung naging experience yon yung panahon na yun? Even just one one example or one experience?
1: Ah, yes, yes. I think yan yung isang motivation ko eh. Kaya nga, even though I never thought of becoming a civil engineer, but Yes, the 1990 Great Luzon earthquake. I still hmm. remember, siguro, mga 11-year-old ako noon. When it happened, siyempre, pinalabas kami doon sa field, no? Uh-huh. Para doon And I was so scared because I was young then, no? And talagang napakalakas, no? Malakas yung earthquake na yun, and Great Luzon earthquake, ba? And a lot of communities in the north, like especially Baguio. Ang daming na nag-collapse na building doon and even in our case uh, region 2 sa isabela napakalakas rin ng pagyanig so talaga nakakatakot and i, I can not imagine if that same intensity would be experienced now in metro manila para nakakatakot talaga so yun yung isang motive yan talaga yung motivation ko personally so it's also personal for me and that's the same thing that uh, i impart to, to our colleagues and also our staff at Asher na this is not just about entrepreneurship technopreneurship this is all about at the end of the day it's all about trying to hopefully no, save save lives no, in the event of a strong earthquake event Ganon din typhoon kasi kahit sa amin sa sa region to noon sa Isabela ang daming malalakas na na bagyo na nakasira ng mga bahay pati pananim no mm-hmm. tay pare ano palay na nasisira so away mga farmers yung mga communities flooded and lagi natin nakikita to no sa sa news no sa ibang parte ng ating bansa na talagang kwan yan, eh, given na yan every year may ganyang nangyayari na yun nga sana natututo tayo kasi yun ang naging problem ng natin eh, yung madali tayong makalimot sa mga ah, totoong yan parang yun naging nature natin especially yung pagi sa atin mga Pilipinos like yung nangyari yung sa Yolanda if we look at history in that area nangyari na before yan eh and god guide gan palace ganun din kalaki yung damage na or yung yung naidulot nung sakuna na yun. but yun nga we we, we did not adopt in terms of like building code like the houses or the, the buildings that should be built in that area should be diba mas dapat akma dun sa potential na typhoon yung lakas no ng bagyo dun sa lugar na yan dahil nangyari na before. Ganun din sa iba, in terms of earthquake, ganun din, no? Like yung nangyari sa Turkey, if you look at history sa ah, Turkey. Ah, yeah. Recently, yeah. Yeah, that, that same, almost the same paswalti, no? Nangyari na, 1930s, Oo, nga eh. correct, correct. But what did, what did they do, no? Parang, parang nga, no? karon pa ng problema sa pagpapatupad ng building code, no? ganyan. So, very important, no? Na, Malala natin to, and that fuels our mindset, our efforts, initiatives no, to really prepare. Kasi, important kasi, pre- actually, the, the most important thing is the preparation, the prevention, mitigation. Kasi, if, uh, even according to studies, may lumabas nga sa UN, di ba? Every $1 spent in prevention, mitigation, or preparedness saves you $7 in response rehabilitation. Hmm. Kasi nga naman, kung prepared ka, diba? may mga initiatives ka to mitigate, to prevent, yeah. eh, invest na yung effort na kailangan mo to response, no? And as well as rehabilitation, ba Ganun oh. ang logic nun, ba So, very simple. Pero yun nga, yun ang problem natin. Even in Azure, Pag nagkakaroon ng lindol, dami namin inquiries.
2: <laughs> Ganyan,
1: minsan, binibiro kami. Oh, lindol Masaya na naman. Ang <laughs> so, pero hindi, hindi masaya. <laughs> hindi po <man> masaya. Oh. <laughs> well, masaya. The sense that, of course, people are uh, nagiging... Know, Nare-remind sila na we have to prepare. Kasi ito, mahina lang ito. At yung paulit-ulit na paglindol, pwede rin mag-cause yan ng problems sa mga buildings and stru- other structures natin like bridges. Kasi nga, nag age no? paulit-ulit na pagyanig, there will come a time na bibigay yan. Hindi kailangan ng instant na malakas na earthquake. But of course, ganun pa rin, yung instant, yung kagad na malakas na earthquake, kailangan talaga paganda natin yon. And there are a lot of studies out there, a lot of reminders already, and nasa atin na lang talaga on how resilient, how level of resilience na maabot natin. And that will depend on our initiatives now. Yeah. And to use a sort of like
0: medical related analogy, it's sabi nga na cliche na an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of
2: cure.
1: Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, that's true. And another thing is, isabay ko rin, consider Usher like the ECG machine for your buildings and structures. Oh. Okay. So, parang ECG machine, yan, di ba? The heart yeah. doctor mo, uh, unang-una stethoscope 'yon eh, ba? So, parang tinitingnan tibok ng puso mo, parang may problema. Mm-mm. So, papagawin ka ng ka ng ECG no yung test no uh, yung ECG machine para mas maging comprehensive yung makukuha nyang data so tinitingnan yung tibok ng puso mo hindi eh, ba kung may anomaly abnormality na pwedeng i-conclude or diagnose na may heart problem ka ganun din ang Asher actually ganun din ginagawa ng Asher yung ating mga buildings mga structures like bridges Actually, nag-vibrate yan. Uh, hindi lang natin nararamdaman, pero it's vibrating and very small. Kung baga, hindi natin ma-feel. Ma- but with the machine, through the sensors of Azure, we are able to record those vibrations. Now, those vibrations can be used to do, of course, what you call data analytics. And you'll be able to determine the condition, no? so the structural condition of a building or a bridge no? or other structures. So with that, we do statistical pattern analysis o so iba-iba statistical treatment na pwedeng gawin so that you can analyze if the vibration pattern or the condition of the building no, is in accordance with the with the design. Now, during an earthquake, monitor niya kung nag exceed ba or sumobra ba yung galaw ng building kasi mm-hmm. yung paggalaw ng lupa, wala tayong magagawa nga dyan. Eh, yeah. the location ng Philippines. But ang na ng Azure is yung galaw ng building because of yung galaw ng lupa no pag, pag gumalaw ang lupa gagalaw ang building so tinitingnan niya ngayon yung paggalaw ng building if sobra ba or it was affected by that strong earth movement and then after a strong earthquake tinitingnan niya kung may pagbabago ba dun sa vibration ng building na pwedeng magsabi if may structural damage dahil mayroong significant na difference no from before and after data so nakikita niya yon so Basically, parang ganun ni analogy, no? It's like an ECG machine for for buildings and structures.
0: Yeah. I, I actually love that analogy. Kasi it, it tells you, like for, for me, for example, an average person that's not familiar with Usher, for example, it tells me everything basically that I need to know about, about Usher and why it's important. Pero it's an interesting approach. And I want to know what, like, gave birth to that idea. Paano ba, paano ba nagsimula yung idea ng Usher? And like, wh- were you looking at the building and saying, hmm, it would be cool if ano, if, if we could somehow determine just how resilient this building is? Paano ba, paano ba nagsimula yung idea ng Usher?
1: Yes, the idea of vibration analysis is, uh, kumbaga, matagal na yan. Mm-hmm. It's applied in different fields, no? Like for mechanical engineering, actually, they use this to Determine the the integrity integrity of, of yeah. a machine, no? Because our machines, natin, lalo na mga machines they're moving, they have a lot of moving parts, so they're basically all, all most of the time vibrating, no? So the again, the vibration is correlated to soundness or integrity, the same as for 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 buildings or or, or bridges, no? Mas malalaki lang, sempre, We're looking at massive structures, no? For for buildings and bridges, but that concept. Yung nga, nagagamit na talaga yan sa iba't-ibang iba't field. no Then in 2015, the Department of Public Works and Highways came up with the guidelines of building instrumentation. Though actually yung international na acceptable na term na ginagamit ay Structural Health Monitoring.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: SHM, uh, Structural Health Monitoring. Kaya nga sabi ko sa iyo, medical doctor. <laughs> okay, so... Iid na sa civil engineering ako you know napupunta pa rin sa so, medical yeah. eh. <laughs> <laughs> Yon, so anag nagpalabas sila niyan. So ngayon during that time yung mga instrument uh, or mga mga equipment na available are actually used for seismic studies no. Mm-hmm. for earth for earth movement. Not 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 really for for building or structural uh, vibrations. And all our made abroad no or f- foreign made. So it, it was so expensive no during that time no in 2015. Do nagpalabas sila ng requirement na yon. Yeah, it's part of the measure to mitigate no or to to be prepared no with the big one no kasi during that time medyo mainit yung usapan. Tay then Feox the rector na ngayon na ating secretary po no, ngayon ng DOST. Mm-hmm. So ngayon yun ang naging problem ngayon is mahirap implement kasi nga foreign made lahat tapos napakamahal then it's a specialized field no? or specialized equipment okay so yun naging problem nun then by the, then nagkaroon kami ng idea binalikan namin yung mga ibang studies and concept na natinitigan namin then said why not localize natin ito, then make it better huh. So, ganun idea. so with my colleagues, no, some of my colleagues, we came up with some concepts, ideas. Then at, at first, actually, we brought the idea to a private uh, structural, uh, famous structural engineer in eh, in the country. Eh. <laughs> but unfortunately, he he chose other project that is being offered to him. So, sila medyo mahirap talaga to kasi mga kumbaga medyo yung requirement to develop this kind of technologies very kumbaga sig- very significant no so yun so we're not able to get that that approval then sa private sector so nagkataon ng DOST noon Meron silang programa for this though marami pa akong pinagdalan nito yung idea no but yun ah yung DOST meron sila mga research grants no so ang ginawa namin sige dan mag-research muna tayo para mas mapalalim natin yung konsepto and really came up with that system to de- that will help us demonstrate no so, to others no so that they can understand it better mm-hmm. so we applied for that DUST proposal and we call it the smart bridge project because during that time DPWH was more concerned about bridges no so mm-hmm. sabi niya na tsaka na yung buildings bridges na bridges lang. muna Oh, okay. anyway, the concept is, is the same, no, at So we started with actually a, a bridge uh, here in Manila, no. So we called it the Smart Bridge Project. Then it was a success because we even won the best research, no, for under DISTP shirt during in that year, no. So it was a breakthrough. No una di pinapansin, because we have actually other research projects that are bigger. Eh. Then we realized na oh. Mukhang maganda yung track. Mukhang pwede nating i-move forward for commercialization. So we tried to get the attention of other potential investors or supporters. But then, napunta pa rin kami sa DUST. Mm-hmm. Puti na lang, nagkataon na nagkaroon yung fast track program ang DUST. Ang concept ng fast track program is that once they see a research product that is viable for commercialization, they support it. They give you one year funding for you to do market validation and to polish or make final improvements of your product. So it will be ready for the market. So it was very fortunate that the timing actually, that's sabi ko yung mga timing also, Kaya nga, very important. So yeah, so we did and we submitted our proposal for the Fast Track program and we're the one of the first few projects that were approved for the Fast Track program. And nga, we're going Towards our fourth year, this uh, September. So, medio matagal-tagal naren and talaga naman na uh, masasabi ko na as a spin-off or startup, no? But actually, we're, we're technically more of a spin-off, Because we came from a, univ- a university. we mm-hmm. uh, four years na tayo and we even went through the pandemic, no? Kasi yeah. we started the full operation of Usher in 2020. February of 2020. Yeah, things were just starting. <laughs> yeah, then of course, March, you know what happened? Nag-ipisa na yung lockdown. So, medyo naging problematic nung una kasi, oh my gosh, we just... We just started this thing. Yeah. You we know, We had a, a lot of... Ang ganda nung projections for the, yeah. for the commercialization. May momentum na. May momentum yeah. na. Biglang, oop, nakat. So... But the good thing about that as I would that I would also like to share is that during the pandemic, I'm I'm very proud to say that our team did our part no, to to partake in that. Sabihin na natin, once in a lifetime. Pa na, hopefully once. Na, oh, oh. My, so hopefully. hopefully <laughs> I don't, we don't know nowadays kung yeah uh, sabi na, every hundred years. No, ganun, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Kasi nga, wala kami magawa nun dahil parang naputol yung mga marketing nun, no, maganyan. So... Well, of course, because of the lockdowns, it's fortunate that we were able to provide support to some organizations or local government units. Because we have engineers, we have engineers. Namin, ganun. So we came up with what we call COVID-19 solutions. no? So like, you know, of course, the pandemic is a kumbaga, time for us to try everything. Pwede natin gamitin, so we came up with the first chamber no we call it the Goklin chamber so we deployed in kasi city swabbing boots swabbing boots mm, yeah we we d- deployed in kasi city and other hospitals And we also have the hoklomak no so medyo nag branch out nang usher the hoklomak is a machine that produces hypochlorous acid which is actually more potent and but much more environmental friendly no Disinfectant solution. Uh, so, this is funded now by PCHRD, uh, the Council of UST that's taking care of health, uh, those those areas uh, and health sciences. So, um, that's another product that we're going to launch within the year. So, it's just a portable machine with raw ingredients like salt, water, and vinegar. Then it produces hypochlorous acid that is a better disinfectant solution. Hmm. So, so, then after that, okay. So, some of our units went back to Usher, the structural monitoring. And I'm happy to share also that we're doing well. We're, we're, we're doing very well now. And, yeah. But the good thing is the pandemic taught us a lot on how to survive. Yeah. yeah, and very important. Eh, and how you survive, or I mean, a business, or and all those, aspects know, aspect of business, more and things like that. Especially, in this a common na problem. And eh. you have the pandemic to deal with, and we're just happy that uh, we were able to went through.
0: Yeah, and for interesting that your team specializes in a specific kind of response to a crisis, and when a different kind of unexpected crisis came to the Philippines, at lahat tayo ay kinailangan You were able to use your your knowledge and expertise to apply it in a different way.
1: Yes, yes. Uh, siguro ang uh, I'm not trying to boast or consider by Asher, but because of the big the the where where Asher idea and the people came from, and you know, we're academicians, and the. Siguro part yun ng panamin eh ng, ng training and mindset no ng ng sa academics. Well, of course, there's the business side of it, but actually, we did not really do it just. I mean. For business. For the business, because, yung business side, because ah, nag, sempre, kailangan mo yun for sustainability. Because eh. if you don't create business out of it. Especially technology, how can you further or continue develop, uh, to continue develop it, no? So, ma le eh. then because UST will only provide you support until the research space. but after that, who will support you, no? So, and I saw it as an opportunity to move it forward. Mm-hmm. To move it forward is to commercialize. That's what we saw. And yun na, with that mindset na okay uh, wala tayong kumbaga in, in, in demand gay ng ang usher what else can we do and of course during that time you hear you hear people no uh, uh, news about people dying and
2: yes. una hindi
1: mo kilala then suddenly so oh, the, parang kilala ko kilala ko na, ito. na to uh, oh, ah yeah. And it could it could go as near as your home so uh, inside your home so Talaga. Yun yung times na, eh, na it's no longer about business, but okay, what can we do to share? Because I'm proud of the team. Because I can say that even though we're, we're a business organization during that time, but even we're small, and so we did our best to, to contribute. Uh, of course, there are instances where na are yung an mga contribution mga ganun. yung like the Go Clean Chamber. Nang una people are happy. Then suddenly, DOH announces that the maganda to, and so even though they don't understand really the technology, mm. but of course they're the authority, and so and some well, people have to comply. The, well, that's that's fine, that's fine. But 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 for me, is it's pandemic, no? It's a time for us to maybe try try anything, not try yeah. some try something. And anyway, that's uh, that's only what we did. We did not, no intention of hurting or na ka pa ng problem or so, but. I, I think that that's what I'm happy about our our team is that we can say that when the COVID nineteen pandemic happened, we partake. We tried to do something as, as an organization.
0: Yeah, and definitely doing something beats doing nothing. Definitely, Walang, <laughs> no question about it. Lalo na when you know when you're needed, you you pitch in. You know, hearing listening to you talking about the journey of usher, may naiisip ako ng parang because when, when, when people get into the sciences uh choose a career path choose to to ah, I'll become I'll become a scientist I'll pick a, a specialization parang normally ang naiisip okay I will work here I will work for this company or I will join the academy ganyan and para sa akin medyo kakaiba sa pandinig at least I mean I'm I'm sure hindi lang naman kayo yung namili ng entrepreneurial path pero medyo kakaiba sa pandinig ng ordinaryong tao na yung scientist ay isip na hey this can be a business idea we can i can set out on my own and establish this thing so for me that's really interesting kasi especially kung may mga dyan na considering the scientific path pero are also worried about yung how how they'll earn a living from pursuing that degree it proves that entrepreneurship is a viable path for a scientist. Pero I want to know para sa inyo ba how would you describe yung path as a as a scientist turned entrepreneur and maybe you can share like a tip a couple of tips for people who might be thinking that someday they could do something similar.
1: Oh uh, yes. Well of course nung una hindi naman talaga about business, eh? Kasi, yes. as I mentioned, we're in academia. So, we just really want to do research and publish papers. So, dati, yun ang ultimate ko, na eh. When you publish paper, a paper and it uh, is accepted in a prestigious journal and, yeah. or nagpresent present ka somewhere abroad, then parang yun na yung tugatog, di ba? Yun na yung almost an academician, no? Gano'n naman umpisa, eh. But, yun nga, there is this program of, I think I was Influenced much by the, of course, the program of the of Department of Science and Technology, led before by Sec Boy de la Peña, no? mm-hmm. uh, the former secretary. Kasi maganda yung time niya kasi talagang nag-drive yung idea about commercialization, about startup. Kasi nga, imagine, how, ilang billion kaya yung ginagastos natin every year sa mga projects ng DOST. Then ang question... Ilan talaga doon ba yung napakinabangan ng society ng community or nanatili na lang bang research project or sinulat lang sa papel? Yeah, nakalimutan na nasa mga library or sa eskwelahan lang. So, mukhang yun ang tinig na nila kaya maganda yun na maging nagim programa nila and isa kami sa na, naging beneficiaries nito and that's also our yan din na namin kaya we're also giving back in in ways that that we can. Uh, nowadays, so there's this program called Leadership and in Innovation Fellowship, no? Mm-hmm. Leaders in Innovation Fellowship, no? L I F. So I'm I think batch four, yeah, batch four that program. So magenday program, kasi don. Maramik kami pero kami academicians and ang kwa ang question una is like do we need to talk about business? We just <laughs> to give it to people. Ayaw. Yeah. Tinila ayan, ayan yung ganito ganyan ganyan. But yun nga looking at the past tinignan yung nga, mga mga efforts before iwan ko ba ganun ba nature talaga ng tao na if it's free or so it's like it's not being really cherished or napapabayaan sa, sa dulo no ibig sabihin mo tao ng bahay diba maraming kwenta yan nha or these agencies gives free houses to people but yun nga napapabayaan din sa dulo no so mukhang yung free na idea hindi nagte Ganon, effective. And yun nga, ang second thing is, this is about technology. This requires a lot of resources. Of course, kasama yung human resource kasi you need specialists, no? mga scientists to, to do this and that. Also, the equipment that is needed, no? that you need to procure things like that. No? And lab that you need to establish. So, mahirap. Hindi siya kadali. No? And how would you sustain it? Like, after the ust what's next? After the DUST research grant, what's next? So do we re- we realize now, do na a na mindset. Ko. If, especially when we went to abroad, when we were, may, may parang immersion program. Because na uh, portion kasi this is a program with AIM eh, with the Asian Institute of Management. So dun, na, na- enlightened ako na, yeah, it's all about sustainability. No? when you as a as a scientist as a researcher. Commercialize your, your, your product. It's really more about sustainability because you cannot stay so long in your lab and you cannot be supported by your university or or, or even DUST forever. Forever. <laughs> so there should be a plan. There should be a, a means for you to generate the needed funding to continue the work. Because even in technology continues. Even Azure, kahit lang a company. We're coming research unit. Na yun yung task to do innovations every year. We need to file a patent every year, things like that. So para na to namin na continuously nagi improve. Kasi independent be stagnant, yung technology, especially the world is rapidly changing as well. So yun important, how can you sustain it? And one of the answers is really to commercialize, no? To take on the hat of a technopreneur, no? an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. okay, So that you can lead the organization or the advocacy. It's more advocacy, kaya kami sa Azure, eh. it's really about saving lives. Kaya ngayon, nag expand kami from earthquake, ngayon, meron ng for health, So we're looking, we look at ourselves now, not just an earthquake uh, or structural health monitoring company, but it's a safety and security technology company. Yun, yun na namin ngayon. So ganun ganun so gawin eh gawin but again maraming problems sa mundo but yun nga, of course you're just limited with what you can handle ba? so yun yun ang we, we just try to do our best in what is before us or what we can do for now then if if uh, something new comes up then we try to again to do our best to move it forward
2: <laughs> yeah. Maybe you can tell us a little
0: bit about how you plan to move forward. Like, maybe a little enough of what do you have any future projects down the line for, for usher, or what are your current areas of focus on?
1: Yeah. Mm, okay. If you're looking at my recent work now, it really points to disaster risk reduction and my yeah. no, technologies in no? yeah. relation to that, innovations or technologies like usher and Currently, I'm also working on a second spin-off. We call it Wello. Wello is a localized weather information and impact monitoring system. One of the things that Wello can do is that we can fabricate and manufacture our own sensors at a fraction of the cost cost. of of buying it abroad. So that's one. Very important because if we are able to do it more cost-effectively, then we can deploy more and we will have a more reliable Weather information system. But hindi dun nakafocus talaga yung weelo, but really it's more of impact. Weather impact talaga yung tinitig na namin. Like in a local government unit, ano bay mga tinitig na natin like disaster, of course. Like if they have a river-rhine community, big sa communities near the river gayan. Usually, nagiging napa flood yan, eh? Or pag nag-overflow yung river. So we can put alert warning or early warning systems. No? So we can in- install sensors upstream so that maybe a few minutes or 15, 30 minutes before, you can already provide warnings to those communities no? if, if evacuation is needed depending on the weather condition. Things like that. That's only one, but also looking at the impact of weather in agriculture, that's another one. Because it's important for our food security the impact of weather with the different crops dito sa uh, country that's also very important also even things like tourism mm-hmm. okay, or transportation the of course weather information is also important to make sure that people are safe when they travel things like that or where, whenever they are in a resort or a place especially if it's a coastal community things like that so we we're, we're trying to assist no national agencies like pagasa no because of course we know pagasa kasa kung napakalaki na mandate ng pagasa, napakalawak ng coverage of the entire Philippines. and I'm sure uh, pagasa will also be happy to have an entity like Welo to do the some of the works that that's needed to be done so that we can advance better, no, in this area, no? uh, especially looking at disaster risk reduction. so there are special features of of Welo, the system that can really help local government units localize, no? Yung papanakidon mm-hmm. is localized, no? We're not like pagasa that looking at in, them, national. Uh, uh-uh. National, eh, yung panila, no? We're looking at let's say if we work with the local government unit, we localize everything, no? Pertaining to weather, like localize yung impact ng typhoon or ng overflowing ng river in their community, the impact in in, agri- in their agriculture or other industries, things like that, no? So yun yung yung ginagana and we hope to launch it by October this year no Welo which is our second spin-off from Mapua so the first spin-off since 1925 the founding of Mapua is Asher okay hmm. then susunod itong Welo and yun nga since it's founding 1925 so i-share ko na rin na in 2025 it's the centennial of Mapua as an institution since it's founding by in 1925 by the, our first architect no? the Philippines Don Thomas Mapua Oh wow. I didn't I didn't know that. First architect. Para nafili- okay. Yes, uh, Don Thomas Mapuwa, the founder of Mapua Institute of Technology. Okay. Wow. So
0: th- this is all very interesting. And I'm sure na young, you know, some of our listeners, most of our listeners are students or, you know, early career scientists. But I'm I'm also sure that some some of them might might also be interested parties or, you know, just want to know a little more about your project. So What's the best way to contact you and to get more information about Usher and its projects?
1: Yeah, for Usher, the best would be our website. That's www.usher.ph. Mm-hmm. Okay, usher.ph. And we also have our Facebook page. So just type the Usher Technologies, and you could easily find it. For Wello, active ngayon yung Facebook page namin. Again, just type Wello. Also by June, we're going to launch our website now, wello.com. Mm. What if they want to reach out to you directly? Do you have like oh, a... oh, you can you can send emails to me. I do every now and then there are a lot of students like interns, OJT, also mga research projects, magenyan. So well, we're very much uh, kind of willing to work with those who are interested in structural health monitoring. Well, you can just send an email to me at francis at asher.ph yeah, francis.ui that's Unicorn Yankee mm-hmm. at asher.ph Hey, okay. And if I were to ask you for one last
0: piece of advice for aspiring scientists out there, especially kung gusto nilang maging scientist in the
1: what would that advice be? Okay. Of course, first is that you have to study well. <laughs> <The foundation, laughs> <Given>. Very important. <laughs> yan the eh, foundation. Yeah, because of course, you cannot pursue all these things without the needed foundation. And of course, it's a very broad field. No? A very broad field. So you have to find your, how shall I say it? Your calling or you have to understand what you are good at. Because no? If you're good at something in, in in any of the fields or specializations, no. so you have to know mo You have to assess yourself. You have to see kung saan ka nag-excel, very important yon. Kasi kung saan ka nag-excel, dapat yung pa yung pagyamanin mo. No? Kasi kaya yung sinasabi ko minsan, mga nagpapachutor. Kung nagpapachutor sila, dun daw sa mahina sila. Sa math, sa science, balik ka, no? Hindi na sila nagpapachutor kasi magaling sila. At talagang mali idea yun. Eh. Diba? <laughs> diba? <laughs> kasi, di mo, kaya nangyayari sa si mga estudyante natin, papachutor siya dun sa mahina siya. O hindi niya napagyaman yung kung saan siya magaling. Malakas. So pagdating sa kwan, average-average lang siya sa lahat. ba? E kung yeah. kung saan ka magaling, pinagyaman mo pa yun, ka pa, magpadvance ka, eh sobrang galing ka sa area na yun. ba Kasi we have to accept na talagang kwan eh, hindi naman, nobody has the monopoly of knowledge. That's very important to understand. No? And uh, sometimes it just need one or even few of something. di ba to do big things in life. No? Hindi kailangan na, napakagaling mo sa lahat. <laughs> Jack of no? hindi, hindi totoo yun, mahirap yun. Yun nga, importante lang, hindi naman yung magaling ka rin lang, kundi dapat masaya ka. No? Kasi, importante, happy ka. No? That's another mm-hmm. thing. And, ano ibig kang sabihin sa happy? Di ba? Sabi na we're all in pursuit of happiness. And I think that's true. No? Happiness, uh, ano, bang, ano bang kabaliktaran don? kung hindi ka happy, Sabi nila, bored, di ba? <laughs> <laughs> bored ka, ayun mo. Kahit magaling na nakaka-boring naman. Ayan, mm. oo. Tapos, siempre, ano bang kabalik tara ng boring magdating doon? Exciting, di ba? Ayun, uh, so doon na papunta. When say happiness, that means excitement. Excitement. Uh, if there's excitement in what you do, you're, if you're excited in this field, in that field, or kung ano yung napili mo, as long as you're excited, then you can have some assurance that you will be happy. Kasi, yun importante. That makes people happy when you're excited. That keeps you, diba? That That will wake you up in early in the morning. That will keep you... Kahit Even, and, and things like that. And it will not be easy. That's why the excitement should be there. Oh, nagdanda. Ang
0: ganda. Very profound <laughs> insights. Ang ganda. And tama yun, eh. Yung, yung lalo na yung... It has to be something that you that will make you want to get up in the morning to do.
1: You can you you and... dream about it. Things like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, speaking of excitement, and, and I, I'm sure there are many exciting things in store for Usher, for for you. And so I hope that you'll be open to being on the podcast again at some point to maybe talk about some of the other things we haven't talked about or some of your future projects. Pa.
1: Yes, yes, sure. Just let me know. <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely. This was great. I learned a lot and oh, thank yung you ayung nag nag broaden din yung perspective po about natural hazards and disaster risk reduction and i'm sure yung listeners natin ganun din so thank you so much po for spending time with me and talking about what you do and i hope that you know we'll get the chance to talk again all right maraming salamat and good day everyone yeah take care and stay safe keep in touch po thank you for listening to this episode of ask theory follow flip science on facebook at FlipSciencePH on Twitter, and at FlipFacts on Instagram. And check out our official Shopee store if you want to get copies of our books, Historiang Scientipico, and Science Scramble. Stay curious!